From Gary O'Neill Studios in Baltimore. We're What's up, everybody? What's up? Welcome, welcome, welcome to the C Plan D show with me, professional mindset coach, business coach, relationship coach, mentor, whatever you need me to be in that moment, Mr. Gary O'Neill Jr. And as always, when you see me out here in the community, when you see me supporting your local business, when you see me just I don't know, man. I don't even know what to do during this Raven season, man. During this tough time for Ravens fans. When you just see me out here, man, just show me support, man. Just say, hey. But please, please don't forget the junior. Shout out to Pops. And we have another power-packed episode, season six, episode 100 and 130. No, 100, 130. Entitled in this episode man i go over the issues with the baltimore ravens so this is the sport episode if you will we may take a little step away from the motivational stuff if you have been following this you've been supporting me you've been checking out the shows you know i'm a ravens fan you know this if you don't remember this, you know, you might be a newcomer and it's okay. But in this episode today, we're going to talk about my Ravens and what's going on with Lamar Jackson. We're also going to get into, hey, part one of my movie review, uh, movie TV review. I was supposed to do this initially just by itself. But then all this stuff happening with the Ravens and I said, nah, man, I, I will just go ahead and put them all together. All right. Um, so I'm going to be talking about the Chris Rock special. So hopefully you've already seen it by now. Some of these you should have already seen. I'm not even waiting anymore. Chris Rock special, Quantum Mania, Plane, uh, and also Knock at the Cabin. I haven't got a chance to see Creed and um, 
and Creed and uh, Cocaine Bear. But probably by next week, you know, I got to make time. I'm going to go check them out in the movies. And I think that what I'll do moving forward with movie reviews is I think I might have to go ahead and see it the same day. But guess what, guys? I'm old. I'm old now. Older. And my tolerance for people talking in the movies and all that is low, man. But we'll talk about that. Can I get to my shout outs? Absolutely. All right. My day one A1 listeners, my executive producers, people that have been, you know, this is their first time watching or listening. All right. Thank you. Thank you. People, my candy corn crew, people that have been watching or listen, wherever you're watching this from, wherever you're listening to this from. Thank you, man. I can't, I can't stress this enough. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And let's have an amazing show. All right. So can we get to, we got our shout outs out of the way again, season six, episode one thirty, entitled. All right. I, I didn't even have another name for the episode. That's all I wanted it to be. It's just because we, we got to do something, man. Ravens fans, you know, we, we're in a tough time right now. We're in a, we're in a bond. All right. So can we get to our C plan do moment of the week sponsored by Heart Savers Maryland? So right after a brief word from our sponsor, we'll get right to it. Are you looking to get certified in CPR, first aid, or other life-saving skills? Heart Savers Maryland is your premier CPR training facility. Individual and classroom sessions available. Schedule your training at heartsaversmd.com. Each second counts. Get trained today. Your C plan do moment of the week is entitled, you're right. All right, so... uh. If you didn't know, you know, last week or uh, February 21st is my birthday. And again, I really want to shout it. Thank everybody for the support, the love, the text messages, the gifts. You know, you made me feel, you know, I appreciate that. You know, so recently, right, because of work, um, as far as like IDs are concerned, I started wearing my ID, you know, across my chest. Like I have a little lanyard. I started wearing it, right? So one of the youth, uh, you know, this, this, I've been at the company for 16 years. So clearly, you know, I, at that time I didn't cut my, I didn't have my hair down to my back. I didn't cut it, regrew it, cut it again. You know? Uh, so when I first started with the job, I didn't, I didn't, I had a close haircut. All right. I just had a beard and a close haircut and that was it, man. So I'm having this old, ID. Yeah. I had this old ID and one of the kids looked at it and they said, man, looking at my hair and then looking at me now, you know, looking at my badge and then looking at my hair and said, you've come a long way, haven't you? And I said, yeah, you're right. And I want you to take time out today. Not even just the physical changes that you may be going through, but just think about where you were, what you had to go through, and where you are now. Mentally, spiritually, physically, financially, all those different areas that you might have been going through are the, one of the toughest times of your life, one of the biggest fights of your life. The things that you wish for, you have them now. The mindset that you have, you didn't have that when you were younger. And just take a moment and just think about when you ask yourself or when you say to yourself, you've come a long way, haven't you? 
And you know what you can do? Look at yourself in the mirror, regardless of whatever this moment is for you, and just say, yeah, you're right. All right, that's your C plan do moment of the week, sponsored again by Hot Savers Maryland. So again, we go, we get right to it, man, because I got a lot of stuff to say, man, a lot of stuff to get out of the way. So can we get to our song of the week? Now, guys, you know, every week I'm dropping vibes. You know, I'm all I as a DJ, I love what I do as far as different music, different genres. I'm all over the place, and there's such great music that's out here. So your green light entertainment song of the week. Of course, you know, YouTube is not going to allow me to play it. So if you're watching this from YouTube, this is the perfect opportunity for you to turn around, hit the like, you know, do me a favor, please subscribe to the channel. All right. Follow the channel. You know, this boosts everything up that I'm doing, share it, you know? So if you haven't subscribed, now is the time to hit the hit the subscribe button. All right. Um, but if you are watching this on YouTube, you can look on down into the one of the playlists is entire, you know, the, one of the playlists has all the songs that I listen to throughout the week, whether it's the intro song or the song of the week. If you, if you're listening to this right after a brief word from our sponsor, we'll get right to that song. All right. Coming at you. Having a wedding, birthday party, or other social or corporate event, contact Greenlight Entertainment today with our experienced DJs, quality sound, and professional service. We look to make your event the event. Check us out on the web at www.greenlightentertain.com. With Greenlight Entertainment, you have the green light. Hello. Meeny, 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 meeny. What? Meeny, 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 meeny. What? Mean me, 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 we're gonna talk about buddy on this plate But before we let the herd out the gate Make sure all the levels are straight out the jungle The, the jungle, jungle, the, the brothers, the brothers De La Soul, from the soul Black medallions, no gold Hanging out with Paws, hanging out with Mace Buddy, 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 all in my face Fold the lap Jim Browski must wear a cap Just in case the young girl likes to clap Ain't for the win, but before I begin I'll initiate the buddy with a slap Now for the next I'm the cute from a tribe called Quest And when I quest for the buddy, I don't fess For my Jimmy wants nothing but the best The best? The best Let's stick out Jimmy and see what we can catch Stick him up, stick him up, Jimmy Next, won't be needed unless Jenny wanna get right to the flesh Yeah you know what and as a dj i love what i do and i think i'm gonna have to have a, i had an episode actually previously about uh djing so actually one of the workshops that's coming up because i told myself that each month i'm gonna do a work at least two workshops so i'm gonna drop it off to you right now i haven't even put it out there one is gonna be how to become a DJ. The other one is entitled, What the F Do You Want? There you go. So if you've been watching this, you're going to probably already get a sneak peek of already what's going on. All right? So season six, episode 130, entitled, <sighs> and so, you know, in this episode, uh, 
you know, we're going to talk some movie talk. We're going to talk some TV talk. And then we're jumping right into talking about the Baltimore Ravens and Lamar Jackson and what, what my thoughts are, if you care, what my thoughts are about what's going on. All right. So let's get to, you know, recently uh, I took some time to go to the movies. You know, uh, I checked out a couple of movies as well as I watched some TV shows. So if you haven't watched them and you want, you know, you're worried about spoilers, I actually, uh, I actually don't even provide the spoilers. I just went ahead and just talked about how I felt about the movie. There are no spoilers, so you can listen to this. But please, you know, if you get a chance to check out these movies or TV shows, go ahead and let me know what you think. All right. So let's get right into uh, Quantumania. That's sort of the oldest one, right? Quantumania, Ant-Man series. Uh, you know, I liked it. So I will give it three out of five peach rings. All right. Three Three out of five, three peach rings out of five. Um, what I, you know, what was up with it? All right, what I, what did I like? All right, you know, Paul Rudd, he's always been great as Ant Man. I like him as Ant Man. Uh, you know, Jonathan Major, man, he's killing it right now. You know, he killed it in Loki as Kang. You know, he killed it in this in this uh, movie as Kang. So he's on a really really great run right now as far as movies. And I think that, you know, he is really great. I, I I had not seen him before Lovecraft, but I thought he was great in Lovecraft. He's been in all these other movies, you know. He's on a tear right now. So uh shout out to him. Um, I thought he was great as Kang in the movie. I think that it, you know, it had a good it had a pretty good backstory. And I think that the movie was par for the course. You know, I'm not looking at Ant-Man to be like Endgame. So I don't think anyone should look at ant-man as far as like one like an end game or you know any one of those type of movies i think that it's okay i think it's a good movie you know uh i like it i think the only thing i don't like is that i think they they rely too much on the, the dry humor like too much like it's one thing to sprinkle it in but it just seems like they just take a gallon of that humor man and they're just gonna dump it every which away man and i'm not saying that it's not you know of course paul Rudd, he's he's great for that Hey, look at us. You know, he is great as far as that. But I just feel as though they just try to squeeze every ounce of just trying to have humor in every moment. And that's not always the case. I mean, here it is. You guys are in this whole other realm and you might not even make it. And Kang, if he gets out, it's going to be a problem. You know, I just think that it it it, it added comedy. Yeah. It added uh, action, and it was great. You know, I didn't like MODOK. I, I don't know, man. I, I always had a different idea of how MODOK, you know, they, they got how he looked. But I just feel like he, it just turned me off. When I seen him on there, Just it just turned me off completely. I didn't even, I was just like, all right, you know, just disregard him. But I think it was, a, it's good. It's three out of five peach drinks. You know, is it something that I would watch again? Not really. Maybe if I was feel like wanted to watch Ant-Man, all the Ant-Man you know, movies. Yeah, I would watch it, but eh, it's just on par. Like, I'm not expecting it to be like this whole huge thriller. Like, I'm not expecting it to be in game. So I think that if you go into it, like, all right, I'm, not, I'm just expecting it to just be, hey, uh, a cool movie to check out with the kids or watch because you're a Marvel fan. You're good to go. All right. Three out of five peach rings. All right. So now let's flip to uh, a TV show, um, a movie, uh, you know, one that I watched at home, Plane. And Plane starred, star, uh, Gerald Butler and Mike uh, Kotler, you know, and in this movie, it was about 
uh, a plane being hijacked. Gerald Butler played a pilot. Michael played a convict that was on that's being transported on the plane. This plane goes down because it was in a storm and pretty much gets overtaken by uh pirates, uh, you know, pirates. So imagine uh <laughs> you know, this movie just reminded me of the Tom Hanks movie, uh, you know where he was uh, the captain and the guy said, look at me, I'm the captain now. I can't, I can't, I'm sorry. I can't even remember the name. I'm not even going to try to look it up, but you, you guys know what I'm talking about. So what did I like about it? I liked that. Hey, you know, the action was pretty solid. I liked it. it. It was pretty good. I mean, you know, once the plane landed and they had to try to get out of there because it was in this hostile territory, you know, it was cool. All right. You know, it, it was good action. You know, I think uh, the acting was good. I think Gerald, that's his bag. Listen, Gerald's bag is saving something. All right, whether it was angels falling, London is falling, something is falling. If it's something where he's in charge and he got to do something, man, he he, this is his bag. So this this is his this is his move. So he's gonna do great in that type of situation. Yeah, uh, Michael Kotler, I, he's one of my favorite actors, especially in Evil. You know. I, I liked him in the movie too. You know, he doesn't always have to play, you know, even when Luke Cage and, you know, different things he's been in, I think he's a great actor, you know? So, um, I think that it was one scene that I really was like, yeah, I, you know, I laughed at, um, but it, it's a good movie, a good action movie. So if you like London is Fallen or the white house is Fallen or any one of those movies where something is being overtaken and something happening, you, you like it. All right. So again, this gets three out of five peach rings. I'm sorry, guys. I wish I could give a difference. I, I really did sit down and think about it. What I don't like about it is the storyline. I'm not even going to lie. Like the story, okay, plane, uh, you know, a plane crashing. Okay, we got that, right? Plane crashing into a hostile territory. We got that. But, you know, in the movie, uh, you know, these these people this this is this land where there's no oh there's no police there and they keep telling you that like oh there's no police there because no army there so like just this overrun land just ran by you know pirates and gangsters or whatever all right cool i get that like okay i get that that this might be an area where you know hey it's, it's it's rough gerald butler was a pilot like I don't recall in the movie, and maybe you guys might need to correct me, but I don't recall in the movie us having an idea that he had military experience. And that bothered me because I'm like, yo, you are a pilot. And so he, so in the movie, they take the hostages and they're like going to kill him and stuff like that. And here he comes like, these are my, my response. These passengers are my responsibility. I get that. But like, like you're not military trained. And here he is going through the, the forest and like ready to shoot people. And like, they got a whole army. And so it just sort of, the, the, the storyline the, had too many holes in it for me. But it was good. It was, again, it was enjoyable. If you like the London is Fallen, White House is Fallen, Angel is Fallen, any one of those series, the, any movie he's been in like that, this is his bag. This is yet another movie for him. Great movie. You know, Michael Kotler was in it. Great. You know, but the storyline was just eh. Because I'm like, why is a butler? I mean, why is a pilot like arming himself with a gun and like attempting to like overtake this area where cops weren't even going and military wasn't even going? 
That's crazy, right? So, you know, it was good. I mean, would I watch it again? No. You know, but it was cool. It wasn't anything wrong with it. It just, it was okay. You know, it was okay. It was cool. All right, so that was plain. You know, but it, uh, the next one I saw was Knock at the Cabin. Knock, 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 yeah, Knock at the Cabin. I initially put this as 3.5, but now it has been a couple days since I wrote this because I was supposed to been do this episode, you know, and I and I do a, for, for my day one listeners who, who have seen me sort of bounce from a Friday and then I said, oh, I'm back to Tuesdays. Now I am back to Tuesdays. You know, I, I apologize for the delay. All right, you're going back to school, uh, you know, getting a set schedule and then just sort of getting time to record is a thing. So, you know, it's cool. I'm good. We're back. You know, so I wrote this initially to drop it the other day. Um, Knock at the cabin at the time that I wrote this, I would have gave it a 3.5. As as I think about it now, I have to give it a, I'm I'm actually going to give it like a a 3, 2.9. Let's just give it a all right, what did I like about it? David David Batista, you know, I like David Batista. I, I like him. Now, I will say that I feel like he's about to start getting typecast as this big guy, but, you know, sort of soft and, 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 you know, conscious about him being big and sort of trying to come off nice. Like, it seemed like I've seen this a couple times with him, and I'm like, all right, man, you ain't got to keep playing it. You can... You can uh, Batista bomb somebody, you know, but I get it. He, he, he does really well. Um, you know, I just hope that he doesn't start getting, this is his only role where he plays that. Like, you know, it's like, all right, cool. It's like, it's good. He plays that role. He's good in that type of, uh, character, but eh. so knock at the cabin is about, is a movie about, uh, this family who is staying in a cabin and, these four people come to them and they proposition them and says that they have to, that this family has to kill one of their family members or the world ends. So, okay. That's the, that's the premise of the show. That's the premise of the movie. So I give it a three because, you know, David Batista was good. Um, The story idea was good. That's different. M. Night Shyamalan has been sort of striking out as far as like, you know, he came on board like six cents for him was like, man, that was a gift and a curse because now we expect him to do all these plot twists and stuff like that. So I'm sort of looking for him to do the plot twist. And I just want to say that that movie was just underwhelming. It just didn't deliver. You know, it was like, all right, cool. You're going through the suspense of like, hey, are they going to kill one of their family members? They're not. What's going on? Why is this happening? Like, all that suspense was great. That'll get you to three. But the payoff wasn't enough. At the end of the movie, we didn't get really get the payoff. And I'm going to need the payoff, man. I, I need the payoff. You know, so I'm disappointed at how, you know, it didn't it didn't give me a rich ending. You know, and I and I was reading some comments and people were telling me it's a little bit differently in the story and what happened. You know, I just I like M. Night Shyamalan. I'm currently watching Servant. You know, that's that was sort of a, a you know, it's been out, but I do enjoy it. I do enjoy plot twists. But, you know, and that's what he's known for. 
But it's like, all right, man, it's just it was just underwhelming as far as the end of the movie. So it's like, all right, it was cool to watch. The suspense was there. Uh, but it just didn't bring it home to me. You know, so again, three, three peach rings out of five. It may be 3.1 because the story, at least it was a different story. At least it was a different. I'll give it, man, you know, I'll review it. I'll say 3.1. You know, because the storyline was different than something else, you know? So that was cool. All right. And so let's get to, the, you know, something that, of course, has been, you know, lighting up the internet streets, um, the Chris Rock special. It seems like we got a whole run here of three out of fives. I'll get it three out of five. I, you know, I I am a fan of comedy. I mean, I've I've been told that I've been funny. I actually have been considering started doing some stand-up. Uh, so I am a so I give it a three out of five because I did I, I think that Chris Rock is a great comedian. Now I may not laugh at all his jokes, uh, but I do enjoy him as a comedian. I think I think that's people we can't deny that he's a, a good comedian, a great, you know, uh, uh, one of one of the top comedians, you know. Now, on my list, he he may not be top 10, you know, but I'm pretty sure on some people's list. He is top 10. So I'm not going to deny Chris Rock, him being Chris Rock. He is a comedian, uh, you know, so. He had some great punchlines, great setups. You know, I, I liked it. I did like it. I laughed at some. I did think that I was about to watch Chris Rock in his career because he started talking about abortions and stuff like that. And I was like, Hey, yo, like what's going on right now? You know, but it, it was a good, it was a good show. And of course I, I can't knock the man for getting the bag. And so you might say, well, dang man, the slap happened a long time ago and it did, you know, but ultimately um, with what was going on, you know, hey, Netflix clearly paid him money. He did the special here in Baltimore. So, hey, he got the bag to talk about it. So at the end, he did go off about, you know, uh, the will, the slap and how he felt about it, how he felt about Jada, you know, eh. I mean, I can't knock him for wanting to talk about it. Here's was his space and opportunity to talk about it. You know, some of those things I thought was sort of funny. You know, some of, I I can understand people who didn't think it was funny, but I did appreciate the setups. I did appreciate the jokes. You know, I did think that on the other end, um, you know, so I did again the highlight thing. The things I did want to highlight is that hey, I did. I am a fan of his comedy. You know, maybe not everything may not hit, but it's fine. He did get the bag from Netflix. We're always gonna highlight the money here. And I did laugh at, at some of the jokes. Um, you know, again, is he top 10 to me as far as in my experiences, as far as what I like his comedy? No. You know, but he still is funny. Um, you know, the Will Smith stuff, hey, the, is was the Will Smith stuff. But I did not like some of the outdated stuff. Like, why are we talking about the Kardashians? Like, the Kardashians, like, are just them, like, I just felt it was cheap and old to talk about the Kardashians. Like it wasn't even nothing really relevant to them. They weren't doing anything. And it just felt old. Like why? Like the Kardashians are like, that's old news. Like it could have been plenty of other things he could have talked about. But I mean, hearing him talk about the Kardashians, I was like, man, it just, it was a strikeout for me. 
you know, but hey, you like what you like. You know, let me know how you think. Again, this, this, uh, I watched these and, it, you know, I tried to watch the other movies. I tried to watch Creed at the time and Cocaine Bear. It was packed. And honestly, I didn't, I don't really want to watch it with people who are not going to watch it. You know, some people go there and they're loud and stuff like that, man. I'm not, yeah, I'm 43, but I'm not like an old man, but I do enjoy watching the movie and I do want to watch it, you know, and, and enjoy the movie. So, I, I will probably check out the other ones. And if you do want to hear part two, just let me know, you know, but 3.5s across the board for quantum mania and plane and knock at the cabin and um, the Chris rock special. All right. Let me know what your, what your ratings are for those. Okay. All right. Season six, episode one thirty, entitled. <sighs> All right. So let's get to our entree. And so, um, I I remember when I first got this, you know, if you've been again, if you've been following the show, even with powerful point four days, you know, I would wear shades and, you know, every Monday uh, I would, you know, when the Ravens won, I was just going off. You know, I, I love I have always loved the Ravens. And so when they when they got here, I've been a Ravens fan since prior to that, I was a Green Bay fan. You know, I enjoyed it. Uh, so they're here, you know, being able to witness two championships in my lifetime. Some people have never witnessed any championships ever in their whole life from their team. So, you know, hey, I appreciate the times. I appreciate looking at, hey, you know, the, the defense, top 10 in the world. When we talk about NFL defenses, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I can't even, I can't even, if we don't even do well for the rest of the next five years, would I be disappointed? Yeah. But I can't turn around and say we didn't had Ed Reed, Ray Lewis. We had high, Hall of Fame people on the squad, and we won two championships. So I can't even. Hey man, what can we do here? But what has happened? All right. So if you need to get caught up, all right. So right now, you know, the Ravens are in a bit of a you know standoff with Lamar Jackson, the quarterback of the Ravens. All right, and if you don't know, let me just quickly catch you up to speed. So right now they're, they're they're discussing contracts. You know, this is around the time where people do it. And so Lamar wanted a certain amount of money. You know, I think that the the, the Deshaun Jack um the Deshaun Watson deal because it was so huge because the, the Browns had to do something to get somebody there. Uh, you know, it was such a it was such a huge issue, such a huge issue. And because uh, it was such a big deal that some, unfortunately, some people looked at that and said, oh, yeah, we should do that. Yeah. So that's really been an issue. Um, so now you have Lamar feeling like he should get a certain amount of money. Yeah, he was an MVP player. He's 26, you know. When he's in the game, we win games. When the Ravens are not, when he's not playing, the Ravens are not winning games. So Lamar thinks that he's due. Big payola. Back up the money truck, right? The Ravens are looking at it like, wait a minute. You know, we're not going to, you know, in a lot of, and it's understandable. They don't want to um, pay so much and guaranteed money and, uh, you know, put a lot on it to try to, you know, keep him. So now we have a problem. So let's start off. Let me start off by saying 
The Ravens should have paid him years ago. They should have not even been through the situation where we are now. They should have paid him a lot of money maybe a couple years ago. And that way we wouldn't even be talking about this right now. We'd be talking about something else. There's a lot of trades happening, a lot of talks with other teams and different teams are making moves. Looks like Aaron Rodgers is about to be a jet. You know, people are moving and making moves and shaking. You know, so it's diff- it's, it's, it's unfortunate. You know, when you are like, hey, what about your team? So the Ravens were like, all right, they were in negotiations. The no- negotiations broke off. You know, um, Lamar represents himself. You know, he doesn't have an agent and people were trying to say stuff about that, you know, but hey, I mean, it seemed like he wasn't really, uh, it wasn't really a big issue, but, you know, unfortunately, you know, maybe, I I don't know. I feel like maybe if he had an agent, maybe this would have got done, but I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm not in those rooms. I'm not, I'm not a person that can talk about all this money that they're looking for, you know, but right now they're not seeing eye to eye. So. If you don't know, uh, you know, so as far as free agency and stuff like that, contract running out, what the Ravens did is they put the tag, they put a tag on him, but the tag was not the franchise tag. Now, if you don't know what that means, they weren't seeing out on a contract, right? So instead of losing him, they put a, you know, typically a team would put a franchise tag on you know on a player and what that means they get the average of the top players in the league and they pay them that amount that has happened all right so that's happened in some you know in different situations so with the ravens and let me make sure you know so with the ravens what they did was in this contract situation they Instead of putting the franchise tag, which would have been, you know, if they would have put the franchise tag on him, that would have meant that nobody can talk to him. They're locked in. That's it. They put a non-exclusive tag on him. Now, what does that mean, Gary, if you don't know? The non-exclusive tag means that you can go and go talk to other people. You can go and see what's up there, right? And you have to bring us back the deal. So that's what it means. Before franchise tag is like, hey, there's nothing to talk about. He's done. But with the non-exclusive tag, it allows Lamar to go talk to other teams. Other teams can talk to him. Excuse me. And if there is an agreement if a team makes a bid that he likes, he has to bring it back to the Ravens. They have to bring it to the Ravens and the Ravens, they can, they can match it right now. The unfortunate situation about the, the, the non-exclusive franchise tag is that it comes with a cost. And what I mean is that with this tag, So they're able to negotiate, you know, uh, but if a, you know, he's free to negotiate with other teams, if he signs an offer from another organization, Baltimore has five days to figure out if they want to match it or they want to just say, you know what, we're good. The Ravens in that situation, 
they run the risk of being outbid for their franchise quarterback. All right. But what would happen is they would get two first round draft picks. Now, a lot of teams probably either don't have those draft picks or they don't, they may not feel as though Lamar is for that. Now, if I was a team that wasn't doing well, that they weren't like, you know, hey, we've been out. I, I would it's it's a couple of teams that are on that that could possibly do this, but I would go for it, man. You know, I wouldn't want to risk. The draft is a draft, you know, so I wouldn't want to risk. You know, we know who Lamar Jackson is. You going into the draft, you don't know what you're getting. So I would have pulled the trigger. The unfortunate part about this is what has happened. So they gave him this non-exclusive franchise tag. He can go out and talk to teams. Teams can talk to him and they have to bring this back again to the Ravens. What has happened is that nobody has come back to him. Now, of course, you know, it's fairly, it's still new. It's still fresh, but teams are not coming to, teams are not busting down the door to talk to Lamar. From the, from a business standpoint, if I was for the Ravens, this was a smart play because you're letting the market set the tone on how much he should get, right? Because a team can't say no, they're not going to say any crazy number, right? So you're letting the market determine to Lamar, like, all right, well, this is what their people are offering you. So like, what's up? Also, the NFL does not want a huge, you know, they don't want like quarterbacks making like 200, 300 million guaranteed because that messes up for everybody eventually. So right now, it's it's unfortunate because here's what I think is going to happen. I don't think Lamar is going to leave. I think well they they put the tag on him. He's going to stay. He said he has said that he would play if he's been tagged, and you know he's not going to sit out the season, so he's going to play. But um, my issue is, what Lamar are we going to get back now? Because now you got to look at it from Lamar's standpoint. He didn't put out for the team. He didn't put the city on his back. He's doing all these things. He's out here. And now, you know, he's walking around. I mean, I don't know if he got one of these. If he wants it, Lamar, if you want this, you can have it. You know, but now here it is. You're looking for payback. You're looking for this reciprocal relationship from the Ravens. And it's just saying, we, ain't, we, we love you, but we ain't trying to pay you. Because that's what they're really saying. And they're way off. You know, I don't do I think that. Do I think Lamar should be getting 200 million guaranteed? No. Do I think that it should be close to 200? Yes. Do I think he should be getting paid more than Kyler Murray? Absolutely. Do I think he should get the Deshaun Watson deal? No. But that's just me in my platform. You know, and I don't think that anybody wants anybody to get the Deshaun Watson deal because that's a lot of money and that was just a crazy amount of money because they were desperate. You know, but it's unfortunate that, hey, we're at this point where my biggest concern is, okay, I don't think Lamar's going to leave, right? We don't get Lamar. He doesn't leave. The, the, the market isn't good. People are feeling like it's collusion. It might be. And collusion means that, and what people are saying, if you hear these term about collusion, what people are saying is that the NFL is conspiring against him and not trying to pay him. 
And I and I don't think it's collusion per se. I just think that people know that if they open the door for fully guaranteed contracts, that that's going to be a problem for any new court. Any any good quarterback is now going to want, you know, all this guaranteed money. It's just going to cause a problem for the NFL, the owners. And I and I do understand that. So I can't knock them for saying that. But I think that if the Ravens would have took care of him earlier, we wouldn't even be having these problems. So now. You have I, I'm I'm imagining that the Ravens keep him, they put the tag on him, but what's the mindset of a person who is here but now feels as though the organization isn't down for him? What do we get now? You know, I don't think anybody's gonna question his professionalism or athleticism, but how you know maybe he's not as rah rah as he was before maybe he now looks at this as more of business and it is a business but when you come to the realization that this is a business and you start treating stuff as the only as a business you sort of lose that that wonder you sort of lose that spark you know so that's why the name of the episode was just <sighs> because ultimately i don't think that we're going to get the same lamar Unless the Ravens say, hey, we're going to pay him this buttload of money. I just don't think I think that going through this whole thing is just um, it's unfortunate for everybody. And now, you know, it, it may be an issue, you know, but I could be wrong. Hopefully that everything works out. And, you know, we get back to Raven football. We get back to everybody looking good. Everybody's healthy, you know, and um, winning games. All right, so that's my thought. Let me know what your take is on this this whole fiasco. You know, hopefully everything works out, man. You know, I really, really want things to work out. I really want to see my Ravens back at it. You know, but the the psyche, the the mentality of when you feel like you deserve something and you don't get it, and now you're sort of like, okay, well, I'm now contractually obligated. There's a difference between soft power and hard power. Like, like okay, like imagine you at your job. If your supervisor tells you to do something and they, they only tell you to do it because out of their, that's their role. They can say, Hey, I need you to be here at 8am. Right. You know, you're going to do it because no matter what, that's your job. And they have a position in that job and you have to sort of respect it. The issue with hard power is that if somebody, if somebody does something only because they don't want to get fired, think about, Hey, I, I'm only here because I don't, I don't get fined. Marshawn Lynch was showing up to interviews because he didn't want to get fined. Did we get did we get stellar insight from him? No, he was just answering a couple of questions. And once that two minute mark hits, he was gone. Once he met the two minute obligation hit, he was gone. With soft with hard power and someone does something only because they don't want to get fined. We don't get the 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 everything that we want. You know, uh, with soft power. You know, that's a relationship. So if Ravens would have took care of him, maybe we get everything in extra from Lamar. You know, will we now get contractually obligated Lamar? I don't think so. But what if we do? What if what if now we start noticing some things where it's sort of like, all right, whatever. And we have that. I don't believe that. I don't think that he's that type of player, that type of person. But we could. And that's the unfortunate part is that now the Ravens have put a a situation where that could happen. And hopefully that doesn't happen.
All right, so that's just my point. That's my view. You let me know what you think. You think he's going to get traded? You think that he's going to stay? You think he's going to be happy here? You know, let me know. Comment, you know, on all social media platforms. And guess what, guys? That's the end of this episode. Episode 130, man. I've been on 130 episodes. All right. You can catch each. You can catch another episode, another one, and another one, and another one. You know, each and every episode dropping weekly. All right. Go back. You can go to the website, cplandushow.com for any previous episodes. All right. If you want to be on the show, you want to be a guest on the show, hey, hit me up. Let me know what we want to talk about. Let me know what you're offering. If you're, you know, you have a book, an event, something going on, you're just being an awesome person. You want to share something what's going on. Let's see if it works. Let's see if it works. All right. And again, as I said, almost 100 and over 130 times. Yeah, you watching the show. Yeah, you listen to the show. You are the best part of the show. All right. And I appreciate your support. I appreciate everything you've done. Every person who has ever provided anything for this show, whether they're here with me now or they moved on. As far as relationships go, I appreciate every single person that has added insight, input, advice, anything to this show. You are the best part of the show. So until we see each other again, guys, because we'll see each other, right? You see, you see me out here. I, I need to start wearing this again. I want to start wearing this again, Ravens. Let me wear it again. All right. I had to put it on because I was like, man, my Ravens are going through a tough time until we see each other again, until we talk again, because we're going to talk about it. Let me hear what's going on with you. What are we talking about? this week? All right. We could talk about the Sierra and, uh, you know, and Sierra, what she had on at the Oscars, but I don't Here, Here's here's a little quick blurb. She's married and she looks good. And who cares? What else? She's a celebrity. She was at a celebrity event. She looked good. I mean, that's what she's supposed to do. All right. So until we talk again, and until we share those special, special moments again. Hey guys, always remember, see what you want to do in this world. Envision it, close your eyes. What do you want to do? Can you see it? If you can't, make sure you check out the workshop. What the F do you want? And you know, close your eyes, envision it. All right, see what you want to do. Hey, plan it out. Put that plan together. And don't just put the plan again. Looks good as a vision board. Looks good when you write it down. It looks good in your phone. Looks good when you tell people on social media what you about to do. Sounds good when you're telling your friends. Don't just plan it. Set that alarm. Get up in that morning. Get to the gym. Get to work. And when you're in there, just do it. All right, your life coach loves you, man. Tell three people you care about them, you love them. And do something for yourself this week. All right? Same life culture time, same life culture channel. See ya.